to this edition of Pay-Per-View PowerPoint, and I am here tonight with Andy and the one and only MJC as we get the band back together to get you ready for SummerSlam. Hello. Is this the uh, three-man band of podcasting? It, the three-man band yep. of wrestling podcast, apparently. <laughs> it is, and thank you for finding us wherever you did. But if you want to find more things Too Young to Be This Old related, you can find it all on our website at podcast.tooyoungtobethisold. All those social media links and places to listen to us. So share it with your friends. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe. Yeah, that's a thing. Alright, so uh, I think it's time to get started. Let me get ready. Oh, I don't have Gotta that have that beer open. There you go. <laughs> I- I've got that figured out, man. I've, I've yeah. found the sweet spot in the beer pop. <laughs> <laughs> what, so, what are you uh, drinking tonight? Because I have to ask you every time. Every time you ask me, it's been the same thing all month. I'm still drinking that 30 oh. wreck of uh, Miller Lite that got left at a party. I'm just waiting for when you tell me that you're drinking a White Claw. So. <sighs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no laws right. when you're drinking claws. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, so wrestling. <laughs> Okay, so let's uh, let's start with just kind of talking about some of the things that have happened uh, this week before we go into our SummerSlam breakdown. Um, Michael, I wanted to get your, I guess, more in-depth thoughts on the Raw reunion. I saw your Twitter thoughts. <laughs> we we know you weren't exactly. So the the Raw reunion was better than the Raw anniversary. The Raw 25. Yeah, it was better yeah, than that. that. Was horrible. Uh, but not by much. <laughs> it, it, I was just kind of upset because it, it, WWE does this every time. Instead of using the older talent to put over the new talent, they make the new talent look weak. The only one they did really well with was Bray Wyatt getting the mandible claw from Mick Foley. That, that yeah, was great. That, that almost made the whole thing worth it. And I think for me, my expectations were so low because I watched Raw 25 and was Ben was there. We watched it together and I was like falling asleep. I was so just not interested. So my expectations were so low that I really actually, I didn't mind Raw Reunion. Yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was because I just needed something better than 25. Yeah, which the bar was really low, and yeah. they were able to pass that. Yeah. The 24-7 title stuff was kind of entertaining, though yeah. it led to me complain- my, my complaint I'll have later. Sure. Uh, roll-ups being an issue. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was at first kind of upset with how they treated Sami Zayn, but at least he lost to Rey Mysterio, who's active. Right. Uh, I but they had RVD dress up, and I would probably rather see RVD go against Sami Zayn or something interesting, instead of just you know Sami Zayn just losing again. Yeah, he still hasn't won. Poor Sami Zayn, match yeah. just since he's just jobbing him out right now. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to just assume it's Saudi Arabia being like, no, he cannot win for the rest of his contract. <laughs> it's still, still oh. angry. I think there's still just a lot of you can definitely tell there's some chaos going on in that back room uh, on Raw. It's moving in the correct direction. Um, everything that I read dirt sheet wise on the Raw reunion is everything was basically having to get rewritten as it was going. 
because of people not getting cleared for the spot they wanted to use them for and them trying to find a way to use them. Um, the the one spot that bothered me that night was the uh, the Seth Rollins in the club spot where he had DX yes. and NWO come out. But when you that, find out it, that that was supposed to be Ricochet, not Seth Rollins, it made a lot more sense from storyline at that point. It it, it makes sense storyline-wise, but yeah. I was still bothered that they made the club look weak Yeah, so soon. But well, they, they recovered why, the next week. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they recovered pretty pretty well. I, I, I was just kind of like, Ricochet would have been great in that spot. Uh, Seth Rollins has kind of felt like we've done this before, For, but I was okay with you know it being Seth Rollins because Ricochet couldn't do it. I just was kind of upset that they could have done some really cool things and had the the OC uh, cue the music uh, right. from the Fox <laughs> show. Uh, they could have had the OC beat up some of the old guys, and that would have been great. Like, could they you pro- imagine if they the probably OC couldn't would get have... cleared? To get beat up, that might might have been the issue. But they could have Rick flared it to where they just cut to backstage right. and one of them's on the floor. You know, uh, that would have been get, nice. Like if the club was systematically beating up the old timers as the oh, show was leading to the main event. Fantastic. Yeah, that would have been nice. Something like that could have been great. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you guys think? I, I. I'm such a huge geek when it comes to seeing the legends, so I'm the worst person to ask. I enjoyed it. Um, I like I said, I had the issue. The club was the one thing I had the issue with because um, I don't mind seeing the legends get to pop up and still get that pop, um, but not at the expense of talent like we saw with the OC. I was shocked at how over Stone Cold Steve Austin still is. Oh my god, yeah. It's but his how... segment when he came out. <laughs> the crowd went insane. Yeah. Also, insane. is he more over than his beer or his beer more over than anything? Uh, no, no. The beer is getting the rub, is what's <laughs> Yeah, happening. the beer is that, definitely getting that the rub. Beer, I, I have talked to you about this a long time because I listen to Stone Cold's podcast right. and I really wanted to try his beer. All of a sudden, it shows up on Raw one night, and that company can't make enough beer. They they literally cannot get it out fast enough. I've been I've been keeping an eye on it because when I find I'm gonna find it somewhere and buy it for you. But okay. it's only in on California. It, yeah, it's only in California. They're working on linking up with an East Coast distributor so they can actually get it out to the peoples. So yeah, it'll probably be through Whole Foods because I think in California that's like the right. only major chain that has it. Right, right, exactly. So I, I hope somebody gets it soon. I work very close to a whole paycheck, and I'll, I'll go get it very, very fast. Because <laughs> I'm sure it'll run out. Yeah. But they bathed that entire ring and all the legends and everybody else he could in all that new delicious beer. Oh, yeah. It was great. Isn't that it great to have great. a legend that, I mean, Austin has some bad shit in his past, but like when Ho- Hogan comes out, it's just too. It's still too soon for me when Hogan comes out and it's just like, "Hey guys, everything's great." And it's like, no. But it's great that when Austin comes out, there's like no drama. Everyone's just happy to see him, yeah. and we want to see him do something. And I think it's because we know he's not going to come back. Yeah, because like, he's he openly said happy. he's done. He's done. He, he he came back for this, and 
I'm super excited for uh, Straight Up Steve Austin. That'll be airing uh, August 12th after Raw. So that will be the Monday after SummerSlam. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I'll probably check that out. I never watched any of his reality shows, like the competition shows. Broken Skull Ranch was so good. How was it? <laughs> the Broken Skull Maybe Challenge was real good. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've had way worse shows than Raw Reunion. Um, and it did exactly what they wanted it to do. It bumped the ratings needle drastically compared to what they had been doing. So it, it, it served its purpose. Um... I can't remember if last time we talked, if we mentioned the AEW weekly show. We touched on it. Okay. Right? Well. I think so, right, Michael? We, we were guessing on what day it would be. Yeah, we were oh, guessing okay. about the day. We are just trying to talk about what they're going to do with a weekly product. Okay, so we'll come back to that when we close out yeah. our AEW yeah. segment. Uh, you mentioned the 24-7 title during the Raw reunion. Um, let's just kind of talk about that 24-7 title in general. <laughs> since that last month. Um, I really think the only two people that should be allowed to hold this title are Drake Maverick and R-Truth. I really liked the Maria Kanellis angle when she won the title. Like, how she won the title, forcing her husband to, to lay yeah, down. Oh, God, it uh -huh. hurt. <laughs> and then her strutting and all the wrestlers kind of looking away like, <laughs> like they can't do anything. Yeah, Titus being really like, I can't. Even You're the first person I have heard say anything good about this. Really? Yeah. Well, I, me I, and I, Michael both apparently enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I, I have a problem with it, but it's you're not hearing very positive things about it. I just can't wait in 18 years when that kid is born or like is an adult and can say like technically I was in my mother's womb. I pinned her. I'm the undisputed. <laughs> oh my god. I'm the 24-7 yeah. champion. Oh no one's pinned me. And, and you did see how they took the title off of her last night, right? Yes, yes. Okay. But we don't know if the baby's shoulder was up. We, we don't. <laughs> we don't. Undisputed. Undisputed. And also, speaking of undisputed champions, man, when is Nicholas going to come back to get them tag titles back? He's never been pinned. <sighs> oh, yeah. He's oh, that's true. Nicholas does need to come back. He does. Undefeated. Oh, man. I, I hated that angle so much. For <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. For some uh, reason, when I think of Nicholas, I just... Have you guys watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. I, I just think of uh, when they, that one lady said, like, Charlie had a 10-year-old son. I just picture that kid with Braun Strowman for some reason when I think of Nicholas winning the title, and it just angers me. Yeah, I could see why. Yeah. I don't know why. I just... I dude, the best part of that was the next day on Raw, was like, yeah, we gotta forfeit the titles. He's got school, you know, fourth yeah. grade. Oh my god, Braun Strowman selling them, giving up the titles was the best thing about that whole that little gimmick that happened. Really was my favorite thing as well. Like I just, um, oh. So and good. while it's not on SummerSlam, we finally had the women's tag titles in a match last uh, Monday night, and we had a title yes. change. It's something yeah. I think we've we've been talking about. We've talked about now multiple times on on this. We've talked about this pairing being champion multiple yep. times on this podcast. We have. So yeah, it's the only logical place for them to go since you can't have them in the title picture. Yeah. Right. So there's one thing that's been bothering me about them winning the title, and it's how catty Twitter the Twitter's being about it. 
And when I say the Twitter, I'm talking about the Iconics, uh-huh. uh, Fire and Desire, and the Kabuki Warriors. Have been anything negative about Nikki and Alexa, they have been favoring it and going on about it and on about it. Um, one of them saying, like, they that. don't... Yeah. Well, I follow way too many of the, the women on wrestling. Um... <laughs> But well, one of them goes, oh, so the only tag team that doesn't have a name is going to be the one that wins? <laughs> that's, that, that's their logic? That's... Yeah, that's their logic. <laughs> but somebody had a really good one going after the Iconics, calling it ironic that they were the first ones out of the match. <laughs> so I thought that was really good. I, I, I don't Man. I, I, I didn't... I, I want... Asuka to be doing something. I want Kairi Sane to be doing something. I'm hoping because the title's on Alexa and Alexa's got favorites, or she's like a favorite of the company, that maybe we'll actually see the title get defended. And we can get some good matches out of it. It would be pleasant. Right. If we could get something like that. And it doesn't just turn into a prop for a moment of bliss. Indeed. God, hopefully not. I, d- I definitely think, you know, with it being two, those two that we'll see more, I'm just ready to see them work this women's tag title. Yeah, let's actually have more. actually have matches and actually put this into some more stories and do something interesting. It's not the same same women that we see every single time. So, yeah. yeah that's why they need to turn main event into a women's show. See, I still agree with you on that. I still totally agree that that would be... I'm coming around uh, to the idea. You are. It's not like anyone watches main event already, so... <laughs> exactly, so... It would at least... It would get them a social media pop on it, because people would be like, Wait, I didn't even know this was a thing! I'm gonna <laughs> tune in and watch it. <laughs> so, yeah. But... So, we got SummerSlam coming up. We do. So we've got these we've got these matches broken down here and we're just gonna start from the top and work our way down. We've got Brock oh. Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the Universal title. And this is a story we have seen before. Seth saying he is going to slay the beast as he willingly walks into a fucking hurricane of F5s. <laughs> Every fucking week. Every week. That poor man just got Seth demolished like, a few weeks ago there. Dude, Seth Rollins is like Rocky in all of the Rocky movies. He's a boxer that leads with his face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, God. And him getting thrown onto that stretcher was just painful to watch. Yeah, good on him for taking that bump, but man, that looks yeah. good. Oh, that looks so bad. It Oh, it... Legit was like, I don't, is, is Seth Rollins okay? Yeah. <laughs> and, and the answer, I think, is still no. So, I don't, no. I don't think, Ben and I, we've talked about this before. I don't think that uh, that title leaves Lesnar in any way until WrestleMania. So, I think we're just going to get a, like Ben said, a hurricane of F5s. Unfortunately, yeah. I think, yeah. I think that. It would be so weird if they took the belt off 
and Lesnar threw it back to Rollins again, and then can yeah. can we can we give Lesnar a pat on the back? He showed up for three out of the four Raws <laughs> in between pay per views. He, he did. He did. He he showed up and he actually put some work in. Right. <laughs> he he, he did. lifted a man like. <laughs> he lifted yeah, he a whole man. He, <laughs> he lifted a whole man multiple times. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm loving. I'm sorry. I love this Brock Lesnar with the title. Um, if he's going to show up like he has been, um, I have not been a fan of the the champion being in a match every week. I like the idea of the champion being there every week, but I don't want to see the champ wrestle every week. I want it to feel special when the champ wrestles. And Brock Lesnar is about the only wrestler they do that with. So let's build up somebody to dethrone Lesnar at WrestleMania. Um, I think that'll be good, but Seth is not doing it for me here. Um, no, Seth. Seth's gotten so stale. I don't know what to do with him. I think he needs to cool off for a bit. Just he, need, he needs go to go away. away and come back for a little. Go bit. Go away and come back. He'll come back. He, and get he, a huge. He's pop, gotten sure. Roman. He's gotten Roman Reigns itis. The, the only problem is he kind of worked himself into a corner where even if he wanted to go away, he can't because he's claimed himself to be the workhorse, which he is. It's true. The, WWE, but like he can't take a vacation now because he, you know, got into Twitter feuds, so he's kind of just stuck every week. But I don't know what you do with him without putting him in a title hunt. And let team him with Ricochet against the club or something. I don't know, but get him away from Lesnar because this poor man's just going to live in Suplex City in a broken down apartment, dodging F five for the rest of his life at this point. I wouldn't mind if, because I I think we talked about how, or we might not have talked about this on the podcast, but I would want Finn Balor to do a storyline with the the OC, the club. I wouldn't mind just throwing Seth Rollins in the club. Just put him in a stable to where he's not the main focus, because I don't think you can put him in a title picture with anybody. I think that'd be pretty good, yeah. Yeah, maybe not the OC, but maybe if we're going to bring stables back, Maybe the architect can design him something to combat <laughs> what's going on around him. He just does Shield 2.0. Something. Anything. Um, but I'm pretty sure we got, what, three Brock Lesners on this one? Yeah, yeah. Three Lesners. Three Lesners. All right. And, I thought uh, you made a new rating system, so it took me a second to respond. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, no, I, no, I no, thought sorry. the same thing, too. I thought Let's it was like be real honest. or something. Very rarely do we unanimous, unanimously agree on a match. That's true. <laughs> so, Usually one of us goes goes off, at least, in that direction. Yep. Yeah, I think this one's going to be predictable. Um, We've got Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Um... I like Natalia's character that she's shown. She has one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, she has one. She has one, yeah, for once. She's never um, had one I mean, before. Her no, mic it's, work it's, is it's, still... Yeah, it still makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still just hard, hard to watch, but she does at least have a character. Yep. And we have a submissions match. So we've got the sharpshooter versus the disarmer. And we have SummerSlam going on in on it's is it Toronto? Toronto. Toronto. It's Toronto, yeah. I was about to say Ontario, and I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. Um Becky's done really well here too. Like 
previous, I think, two podcasts, I've been really off the Becky Lynch hype train. Um, I'm actually excited for this match because these two two women know how to wrestle. So you're back on the train. I'm I'm on the train for this match. Okay, you're on, but oh, you you might get off at the next stop. Yeah, real, real I, I'm here. I'm here for the now. <laughs> You're here um, for right now. <laughs> I've enjoyed the back and forth. I've enjoyed their their Twitter nonsense back and forth, and I'm ready to see how this match plays out. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? I don't want to give my prediction until I hear what you guys to say because sometimes y'all sway me. <laughs> I I I was starting to fall off the Becky train because the Lacey Evans stuff was just kind of a drag. Oh, yeah. I'm into this match. I don't know how great of a match it's going to be because I'm controversial. I don't think Natalia's a great wrestler. Okay. Um, she talks too much and ruins <laughs> matches. She does talk in the ring way too much. That's, that's thing, where like, Ronda learned it. Th- yeah, that's exactly She's, where Ronda learned it. <laughs> I mean, she was, yeah, she was trained by her, yeah. so yeah. Natalia was like, there's 20,000 people. Don't worry, they can't hear you. Yeah, no. But she didn't account for ticket sales to be down everywhere. <laughs> That's the only thing. Like, Natalia's technically sound, but she just talks way too I was much. Say, yeah, so her, her technical ability, I can't I can't knock. But yeah, her, her in-ring character and the talking and the... Uh... When I hear her multiple times say, like, on three, or say, yeah. are you okay, it really right. bothers me. And it, breaks. it just takes you out. takes you out of it. I, I'm expecting this to be good. The, the Toronto crowd is going to be super hype for a heart, or a nine heart for, this, for her. Yeah. So I'm expecting the crowd to be uh, almost like that type of, we would get the Attitude Era type crowd, where, you know, like... Austin was the good guy in the U.S., but when you go to Canada, he would get booed. So I'm expecting Becky to actually get booed in this. And then, well, at least I Man, hope so. When was the last time Becky got booed? Like, I don't know, but Canada's Canada will cheer a hometown person. You're right. No matter yeah, what. That's probably going to be the first time in a very, very, very long time we've seen Becky Lynch get booed. Which yeah, I, don't, so I can't I- think of a single time. I can't. Uh, unless, th- th- I think the worst she's ever got is when they were like chanting boring before she found the man character. Right, right, exactly. So I'm expecting a, a good crowd to elevate what's probably going to be an okay match. And, but Becky's going to win. Becky has to win, right? Has to. Yeah, I'm back and forth because I'm like, yeah, Becky has to win because she's... She's still over as the man, and the only the only thing I worry about is they're like, well, it is it is Canada. That that's they it. WWE is about throw WWE. the wind to Natalia in her home. You know, home they're home. about creating moments. We're coming up yeah. on the one year anniversary of Jim Neidhart's death. Uh, we're gonna be at SummerSlam in Toronto. If you were going to make a title change and put it on Natalia, this is when you do it. I think the chance to make a moment is going to be too great, and I think Natalia comes out the winner in this match. Uh, I mean, she hasn't won the women's title, so she right. probably deserves to win one just for... Didn't she win the SmackDown title at one point? Yes. Did she? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. she's not she won was, the Raw she was the She was the women's champion at one point? Yeah, she was in that... SmackDown. She was women's champion. Oh, yeah. Was it last SummerSlam? <laughs> it was last SummerSlam. Yeah, I think wow, so. Wow, yeah. that was a forgetful run. It was, because then um, 
I'm pretty sure right after her, um, Naya got it. Yeah. yeah. The the yeah. the only thing I can think going her way is if since they're in Canada and she is a heart, technically they'll probably do some sort of screw job scenario potentially, or Becky just went straight up. All right, so we got we got Becky from Michael. I think, I think I'm, I think the, yeah, as much as I want Becky to win, and I think it makes sense for Becky to win. I think WWE thinks differently. I think Natalia. She's on the cover of Two K. They just announced that this week. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I don't know, Ben. I'm saying Natalia just because it's tr- SummerSlam, Toronto, and Canada. One year anniversary of Nightheart. I just, I just feel like there's, there's too much chance for a feel good moment that WWE is not going to pass up, and Becky coming. I think Becky being the underdog has worked really well. Um, and she could so spin a loss to Natalia as the powers that be just hosing. You know, I could so yeah, so see that happen. So. Moving from yeah. one's women's match to another's women's match, we have Bailey versus Ember Moon. And we'll just go ahead so and let Michael run with this segment since this. he's yep. clairvoyant when it comes to Bailey. Oh, the worst go part ahead. is I just don't care about this match. <laughs> Why not? Ah, uh, because it's so secondary to like what's <laughs> going on with the women's. It's like, man, I think this would be a fine match, but uh, Bailey's going to just win i don't think there's going to be anything exciting about this match like it'll be cool to see ember moon actually have a, a full match but this is right of all the matches on a card this is most likely to be cut short for time you're right i, I can definitely see that point there's I, another match that they won't have to cut short for time this one might be okay i don't know about that but i i, I know what match you're talking about but i, I have theories <laughs> for that one i have theories for that one. Oh boy I I am excited for this one just because of what what you just said though, Michael. Which I think we've talked about like multiple times now is that uh, I've I've been wanting Ember Moon to get get a push here. So I just want to see her more and and at least I just want her to stay match. healthy. Yeah, that I mean that too. So I hope I hope this is like the you know start of things to come. I, I this match I pretty much see Bailey, you know. Unless, <laughs> but we do like the fourth prediction in a row. Sasha <laughs> <Right>. Banks returns. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Sasha Banks returns, takes the title off of her. God, until she signs with AEW, every Bailey match where everyone's just going to assume <laughs> Sasha Banks is going to come out eventually. I thought she was in the on the Tokyo tour with WWE, or did that not end up happening? Went to Tokyo. I don't think she had a match. If oh, she was. okay. She was just in Japan. You know, she was doing, just like, there. Training She's and... been around. Yeah. But not on TV. Interesting. Um, yeah. Sasha Banks comes in. Yeah. I, I think. I That's think the only way I see Bailey not winning, is what? Yeah. I think I'm the saying. Bailey win is pretty much for sure. I would just like to see Ember Moon be able to string together a few matches. Because um, every time she starts getting some sort of momentum, something happens. She gets hurt or something like that. So I'd like for the injury bug to just stay away from Ember for a bit so we could get an extended run with Ember Moon. That's why I think this is kind of a test match for Ember Moon. If, one, she could put together a good match, like a decent like length match, and two, come out of it healthy. 
And then if she does that, I can totally see them putting a belt on her in like two, three months. Kind of what they they did they do that like WWE does this to a lot of injury prone wrestlers, where they almost put them on probation for a while. Like Finn was kind of lost when he came back, and so they were like, okay, we can put a title on him. Uh, you know, and I'm then try- Vince I'm, I'm trying to blank. That he has a title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm drawing a blank, but they, they, WWE has done this before. When there's someone who comes back from multiple injuries, they're a little hesitant to put any sort of spotlight on them until they can prove themselves. So it might be a couple months before we see Ember Moon actually have a realistic chance at the title. And also the women's division is just kind of kind of a mess right now because it's just, you know. You actually have some women with personalities, and I don't know if they know how to handle that right now. That's the problem. <laughs> and Ember Moon's personality now is she gets picked on. You know, like the Mandy Rose. Sony yeah, I'm not a, her. I'm not a huge fan of that angle that they've taken. Like of all the female wrestlers yeah. that they have, yeah. Ember Moon's the coolest looking one. Right, right. And then they're just, making her self-conscious. It's just like, why? You, why you are you could, doing this? Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke looks weird. <laughs> make fun out of her. Yeah, but if you make fun of Dana Brooke, she's built in a way that means she will destroy you. Which could be interesting. Yeah. Yep. Do something interesting. Yeah. Go make fun of Naya again. Get your face broke. Oh God. <laughs> I'm dreading when she's cleared. Right. Because yeah. they they they'll push her and Tamina back to the top, and it's just like I don't need to see either one of them wrestle. <laughs> All right. So Bailey, Bailey, Bailey across the board. I think so. Yeah, we're agreeing too. With much. with always with the with the Sasha disclaimer. Let's be honest, we're agreeing now, Michael. We're going to have a moment tonight where we disagree greatly. Uh, I'm looking at the card. We might not actually have that. All right, all right. All right, well, let's... uh, let's, uh, I'm excited. Move on to the next one. Damn, he's on number two. (laughs) Number two. Three matches into the card. (laughs) This is probably going to be the same rate I drink watching this pay-per-view, too. Oh, man. Got Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. The only thing that bothers me about this feud is they basically just wrote it off as, oh, yeah, y'all remember when they feuded back in 2009? Done. So. Eh. That, that's all we have. Yeah. But I this, think they'll have a great I match. think, yeah, so storytelling-wise, this has been a me, whatever setup, especially for somebody who wasn't watching in 2009. I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, but I think in ring, in ring, we gonna get, we're gonna hopefully get a really, really good match. We probably will get a really good match. I, I'm starting. I think we talked about it last time where Kofi's run is starting to feel stale. It, and but, it was, but then he yeeted himself out of hell in the of the, the steel cage, and and it was which was entertaining. But that, but. But I don't even think it's Kofi's fault. It's just like they put him in a feud with Dolph Ziggler. And... Yeah, poor, poor Kofi. Uh, but it's weird, though. So th- their whole feud right now is just built on the feud they had previously. Yeah. And I've seen them make references to the whole Kofi stupid incident. Which, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that because that's very much like the whole incident revolves around Kofi not going for an RKO or... Something. Not, which, uh, it was something that he didn't sell something correctly. Which is such a weird thing for them to reference because that just points to like, hey, it's a work, guys. 
So it's yeah. weird that they do that. Uh, they like they reference that. But Kofi's been really good during the the promos. Randy Orton seems like he cares, and Randy Orton, when he cares, is entertaining. But it's got to be Kofi, right? Indeed, it does. It'd be so weird if they put that belt on Orton. Or title, championship, I don't know what I can call it anymore. The, the only way I could say the switch happens... Is if they were to do something like that to give maybe Kofi chasing the U.S. title with the club if they decided to go that route so that you don't have your main title tied up in that. But that just leads to Roman versus Randy for the next like three months probably. Yeah, and I don't want that either, so. Oh, please no. Because <laughs> if you forget about Roman, he's got to get back in the title picture. Uh, Unless Roman's gotta... at the phase where he is putting people over, but that he's too young for that. He's way too young for that. And also he's on the cover. He's, he's, he's on, on the cover. <laughs> They're about to release the mixed tag belts and Becky and Roman will be the first champions. Oh, is that okay? Prediction. There you go, Ben. Oh, oh my God. If they, they add more belts. Yeah. No more belts, <laughs> please. Um, so who do we got winning this match? Kofi. Kofi. Yeah. Kofi. Yeah. There's no. There's no reason. I just don't know. There's no reason for him not to. Can we talk about like what you guys think they should do with Kofi after this? Yeah. Yeah. We we should definitely talk about that. What do so, you? <laughs> I don't know. That's the problem. <laughs> like I have my. I I pitched last time where I want Big E to be the one to get the title off him, but in a very much like respectable, you know, best friends fighting sort of way. I don't think they'll do that because I just don't see Vince McMahon having two black champions in a row. So I, 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 I don't know. Like you can't turn the new day heel, uh, because, no. they, but Roman's kind of a tweener right now. But I don't see them yeah. turning him heel, either. Uh, do you just do like all the belts on the line? at Survivor Series between them and the club, and then just unify them? I think unifying the tag belts would be the greatest thing ever. Wouldn't it? How do you, yeah, I think that would be good. Role. And How do you even have a... Yeah, I'm saying the Survivor Series feels less important than ever because... Son, I'm going to need you to stop and get that disrespect out of your mouth. <laughs> it's you know Chicago how I feel this about year. Survivor Series. Oh. It is in Chicago this year. That's right. Yeah. Are you going? I, and I might, I, I might, I might. I got to look at how bad tickets are. Right. Are you sure that's in the budget? <laughs> I did just book my Disney trip <laughs> like last week, so it oh might boy. not be in the budget. Yeah. Oh. Disney trips middle of September. <laughs> oh. Afterwards, we're going to have to talk about something because we may be in Orlando at the same time. Oh, no. I'm going to be in California. Oh, never mind. Oh. Forget yeah, everything yeah. I said. Different yeah. one. All right, but that would have been yeah. too perfect. So yeah, I mean, maybe they do something special with Survivor Series, because um, we have stables again. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, they're only like trios, but we got stables. Baby steps, baby steps. But I don't see them adding new people to the new day. But they can at least have some like temporary members for Survivor Series. I just don't know what you do with Kofi because there's no. They've done a terrible job of. Building heels because he's already 
defeated Samoa Joe. He's already defeated Dolph Ziggler. He's already defeated Daniel Bryan. All that's left is for like Roman to take the title back, and I think that right. would be a horrible mistake. Oh, that would be that would be and rough. Do you think yeah, it I'd... would be a horrible mistake for Roman to have the title, or for Roman to take it from Kofi? From Roman to take it from Kofi, unless Roman goes full heel, which I don't think they'll do. So, what do you think of since we're talking about this? One, if in order to try to maybe rekindle some new dayness here. We have Orton beat Kingston either with with the New Day not helping, like maybe not being at ringside and helping out. You have oh. Orton win, and then Kingston have the little arc where he's going through, well, can I trust the New Day? Can I not trust the New Day? Kind of something like that to maybe put those doubts to set up the, the New Day feud you've talked about so much in the past. So my, my I don't want the New Day to ever feud. I feel like that's too cliche to do to the New Day. I like the idea that New Day is just like friendship is magic. And you right. can put them in a match and still have that ideology, that spirit of just like a friendly competition or like a, what it would really be a passing of the torch of, you know, the old guard Kofi. Even Kofi looks just as young as those guys passing it to, really to Biggie. I, I, I. That that would be the only way I can see taking the belt off Kofi, and then having like Biggie feud with like Roman Reigns or, uh, like Kofi takes a vacation and then maybe that's like New Day kind of breaks up but not really. Uh, right. Like how heavy is uh, uh, Xavier Woods? Because then like if Kobe uh, if Kofi wants to take a break, Kofi can do that. Biggie can have the world title and then you just put Xavier Woods in 205 Live, though I think Xavier Woods is heavier than that. I'm going to look that up. I feel like a creep, because I hate when you type in a... <laughs> oh, wait, Xavier Woods is listed at exactly 205. Perfect. Damn! Which means you know they've been thinking about this, maybe. You know they've they been lying like, about someone's second. weight. Wait a second. 205? Because the, the only way I, I see Kofi like losing the title is if like the new day's not involved but i don't think right. they break up the new day but if they do the scenario where kofi goes and enjoys you know just like you know spending time with his kids for a couple months biggie can experiment in the main event scene which will probably only be temporary because i don't see them giving biggie a uh, like a long reign and then xavier which woods can experiment on 205 yeah i always want them to give biggie a push it just i think biggie matter. has so much potential as yeah. uh, champion i think so too i i just i i hate that he doesn't get that doesn't get that option which is weird because you think he would fit vince mcmahon <laughs> yeah because he's only 511 not six foot two is he is he only 511 yeah i think he i think he's listed at 511 he may be five i'm gonna be creepy and type in biggie height he is listed at 511 Okay. Yeah, if maybe he just six, isn't tall enough. If it was a six in front of that name, be all over it. Yeah, it's true. Hey, but AJ Styles is like five ten, gets pushed. Yeah, true. But, yeah. Which, which I, uh, you guys both know that I got to meet AJ Styles, uh, randomly, and he he might not be five eleven. <laughs> oh, we talked about that on the last episode, I do believe. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's a one no, too. Not quite five eleven. Um, let's go ahead and move on to our next match. All right. We have Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon, and if Kevin Owens loses, <laughs> he has to leave the WWE. So immediately we know Kevin Owens is going to win this match. Yeah. Because they're not going to get rid of him. Uh, this is such a stone-cold Mr. McMahon angle, but I'm actually enjoying it. But I am so ready to see Shane McMahon on less TV. But that's not a stipulation, though, which is the scary part. Yeah, it's not. So sure. I have mixed feelings about this angle. Kevin Owens is doing a really good job, but I also feel like this angle came out of nowhere and is kind of forced, but it's only working because Kevin Owens is great. Yeah, Kevin Owens is selling this one. Yeah, everything. Like, this whole thing is just built on Kevin Owens. Shane McMahon just happens to be the authority figure. Right. Uh, but hopefully he beats the hell out of him enough. I mean, we'll probably see a couple stunners. Uh, Several but, stunners. And I'm sure Shane will jump off a thing. We just need to know what the stage looks like, or he'll just jump from the top rope to the table. Uh, what over under on shenanigans happening multiple times in this match? Like, I think you're gonna have Elias somewhere, and Drew oh, yeah. probably. Definitely Drew. There's been less Drew. I think Elias is more of the heavy hitter on this one. I think I they're know. trying to different distance Drew from Shane McMahon. It seems like every time the they try that, mill. comes right on back. Yeah, the rumor mill is that Taker wants to face McIntyre at WrestleMania 35. So they're going to have to make McIntyre seem way more important than he is at this moment. Uh, that means Undertaker wants to wrestle at WrestleMania 35. After uh, Extreme Rules, as long as we can keep if it's a tag match. the six to seven minute mark, I think we're fine. If it's a tag I match. I don't want to see him drop Drew on his head. Oh. <laughs> uh, he I don't think he could pick up Drew. But like I said, yeah, again, uh, Kevin Owens for me in this match. This is probably going to be the bathroom break match. Kevin Owens, I at least, yeah, I think quick quick run to the bathroom at the start of the match, come back to just Alex Mack body all over the ring. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's all I can think about now. <laughs> it's all I can think about. Uh, he looks like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a rotisserie chicken. He does. Oh god. Oh god. That's oh a... my god. He looks. I can't stand the way he what looks. What was it that y'all called him that one time? Alex Mack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He he. So he looks like a rotisserie chicken being turned into <laughs> Alex Mack. <laughs> so the rotisserie chicken was on the side of the. Got sprayed yes. with the nuclear waste or whatever, and, whatever it, and was it that... became Shane McMahon. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I yeah, I'm all about this theory. I, I does Kevin Owens like Kevin Kevin Owens needs? I broke him. Kevin Owens needs to win this. Shane needs to go away. He probably won't. Maybe Shane is the one that takes the title oh, off Kofi. Yeah, he's never going. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my Stop. god! That's a horrible timeline. Don't line. even put that in the, in oh, the air. Oh no! 
Somebody, oh, is, some some WWE intern is gonna hear and be like, "Guys, I got a great <laughs> Yeah, I, it's probably already. They already pro- someone, yeah, someone already has like the, the like the art of Shane holding oh. that title, and they're just oh, like, no. "How do we get there?" <laughs> oh God! Yeah, have him make the corporation and feed with the new day. Oh no! Uh, you know what? I'm not a hundred percent opposed. To oh God, Dan. Okay, who would you put in his new corporation, Elias? Yeah. Uh, Elias. And. Hmm. Would Seth be a good Triple H stand-in for the corporation? Hmm. I mean, it would give Seth something to do other than get F five. It might save Seth's life. Save okay, his so back. that could work. And he, he, you know, he used to wear, you know, the the. The vest, so he could also be like the the boss man standing. He Give could. him a baton. He could. Um, man, now think about it. Who would you think? I'm trying to think of other people who have kissed a lot of ass. The revival would be. The oh yes, yeah, so thank you. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, where's the tag team that's on that? The revival, um, or the B team. Either one would work. That would think. I think that would be oh. too comedy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be too comedy, but I could totally see them throwing. But you have uh, his... you have Elias, uh, Shane McMahon, Dolph Ziggler, and the Revival. There's your new corporation. Oh my god! Everybody hates them. So Just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah. Or you put Occam and Razor. Uh, oh yeah, because they there haven't done anything in a long time, and they don't have well, a manager anymore since Drake Maverick right. is chasing the title. He's too busy chasing that title. <laughs> He's got to run 205 Live and get them titles. Oh, and then oh you could God. put Charlotte to be, like, the woman, uh, the, the woman who's in the corporation. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. WWE, call us. Call us. We have up. ideas. Yeah, right. I think Before that's... Before we continue... Jordan back for that? Just, oh, There's yes. so many people that... They could so okay, many opportunities. Dad. I'm okay, Dad. I can wrestle. <laughs> oh. Let's move on before we continue right, fantasy yeah. booking but, here. But what were we? What, what were our predictions there? It's Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. All right. Kevin Owens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you were so much. Yeah. I was about to say something and stop myself. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All right. Strike so the out, next strikeout. Strikeout. Yep. Uh, Finn Balor versus, versus Ray, the Fiend, Wyatt. Yeah, I had to put the Fiend in there because the Fiend is the one that does not like Balor. Yeah, the fiend. Bray and Bray Wyatt has no problem with Finn Balor, but the fiend hasn't this consistently been great. So dude, so good. The only thing that could make this better is if we were getting a build up to the demon versus the fiend, right? Which I think will be WrestleMania. I think if they didn't, it would be a huge mistake. I don't think they're gonna make it to WrestleMania just because I (sighs) I don't trust them with Bray. They're doing really well now. Fowler's scheduled to take two months off after SummerSlam. So that would have him coming back... For Survivor Series. Yeah, around the Survivor Series time. Um, So it would give them time to continue to build Bray without us having to get this feud shoved down our throat for two months. And Um, that would lead for Bray to go on like a rampage for two months and then the demon comes back. Correct. Because uh, when is Survivor Series this year? 
I'm just looking up the date just to see how close to how. Uh, oh, so it's in November. That would be perfect then. Yeah. Because Hell in a Cell is in October. Mm-hmm. And that's in Atlanta this year. Nice. So tempt. So tempting. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a podcast covering it. Try and get media credentials, guys. Yeah, oh, right. It would be so hilarious if you guys were approved for it. <laughs> There's like only four hilarious. wrestling podcasts. Right. And they're just like, okay, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> Andy? Write it down. Get on it. <laughs> it. It couldn't hurt to try. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then if it works for you, let me know so that I'm too dead for November. <laughs> exactly. Hey, and so. if they won't let you in for PlayStation Nation, just use our podcast again. Well, no, he would, he would just use our <laughs> podcast. I would just use yours. I'm like, you let my associates in. Yeah, yeah, right here. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so. I have loved what they've done with Bray Wyatt uh, slash The Fiend here. The Firefly Funhouse has been perfect for showing that Bray Wyatt can be an amazing character, which we already knew from being the leader of the Wyatt family. I think Finn Balor's a good foil um, for The Fiend to come out on. I've loved the fact that they've done something that I thought would be interesting, where you had The Fiend attack Mick Foley, but then you have Bray Wyatt apologize to Mick Foley. That was so great. I That, that little it's touch just, is amazing. Yep. Perfect. You have the Fiend attack Kurt Angle, and then you have Bray Wyatt turn around and apologize on Twitter to Kurt Angle for attacking Kurt Angle. Um, and then even when Balor challenges Wyatt to a match, Balor being like, "Well, I'm a huge fan of yours," but the Fiend is not. The Fiend accepts your challenge. <laughs> it's the perfect way to play this character, and I want to see it played right. this way until they decide that this run is over. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. And my prediction is, the, is the Fiend wins the match. Yeah, the the, the Fiend wins yeah. it, and it the might Fiend. be a short one. I yeah, I think this might be the quick match. Well, this will probably be I a don't... four hour long pay per view, so I don't know how many quick <laughs> matches we're gonna need. Oh God, four hour long pay per view on Sunday. Oh yeah. Well, they always start oh. at like seven. For sure. SummerSlam. So that's true. Okay, thank God. Gotta get my sleep. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I still, I still see this one maybe being quicker, if anything, than a lot of the other matches. We'll yeah, see. I think maybe a five-minute match wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah, because I think they still want some mystery around the fiend, and that's that's the way to do it. Like, is he gonna wrestle with that mask? Will they? Yep. I don't know. Yep, the mask he will wrestle in. Okay. Hell yeah. That, that ma- that's a great looking mask. I just don't know how comfortable it is for him to wrestle in. Oh, I'm sure it's horrific. <laughs> but I don't And he wears I, the contacts while he wrestles in them too. So I want because this is the first time we'll see him coming like properly introduced. I want Firefly Funhouse Spray Wyatt on the Tron introducing the fiend. Like Ooh. I want happy opening. Oh yes, Ray Wyatt saying like I didn't. This is your last chance, you know, Finn. Like you don't want me to let him out, and then it cuts to black and he disappears in the rain, and then it's like, like I don't want a Bray Wyatt entrance for the Fiend. I want the Fiend to just pop up, or right. like I don't want to. I don't want him to have music. I don't want you know. Can he come out to the Muscle Man dance? Okay, I uh, I take that back. If he comes out in the Muscle Man dance, then we're all good. But I think it would be great if if oh we have Bray 
on the Tron just either introducing the Fiend or just being, you know, warning Finn, like, are you sure you want to do this? And then that's how you turn this into a quick match, you know. Finn's like, bring it, and then the lights cut out, Fiend appears behind him, and then Sister Abigail, done. Yep. Oh, God. Sorry, Finn. (laughs) Sorry, Finn. So is this... uh... All Fiend. All Fiend, man. Fiend. We've had disagreed on, like, one match. Imagine if they fucked this up. Oh. And, and ha- like, they can't, like... I'm just banking on them fucking this up. I I, I, I know they're going to fuck They've this up eventually. They've been doing so good with it. They, they, they will fuck this up eventually. I hope it's just not Sunday. Yeah. Let's wait till later to fuck this up, not Sunday. Um, So we have AJ Styles versus Ricochet. A rematch from Extreme Rules. Ricochet really had to work for this match. Did he not? No, he didn't. <laughs> Did he? Uh, he? Yeah, he had to win that gauntlet match. Wasn't he the last person? No, I thought he beat Ray, Cesaro, Sammy, and Andrade together. No, there. Ray beat pretty much everybody, and then Ricochet beat Andrade. And then, yeah, Ricochet beat Andrade. That's what it was. Yeah, so oh. for some reason, he put the baby face to win it last, which was just an odd choice. Like, to come right. out last and then win. Okay. Um, Let's talk about Andrade and Ray's chemistry again popping up. Amazing. Oh, so, good. so good. So, I know there's been a lot of talk around Ray and Andrade and somebody saying mask versus hair match, but let's just go ahead and get rid of that stipulation because I don't want to see Ray without a mask, and I don't want to see Andrade with a shaved head. And Andrade's already got a pretty short haircut, so yeah. they have to make it mask versus Selena Vega. <laughs> I don't think Alistair Black's on board with that one. No, he probably isn't. <laughs> he probably isn't. Hmm. Yeah, I'm ready to see them get a real feud. Maybe, maybe raising that probationary period since he got hurt again. That's, that's true. That's what we're dealing he with. Just kind of, just kind of using him in spots, but not giving him like a big pop. I just don't think I don't think there's anything to do with Ray. Yeah, it's fair. He's know. a great match machine. He is. I just don't know story wise if there's anything yeah. to do for him. I, right. I think I think he's gonna become. Uh, I'd hate saying these names, but like the gatekeeper, where if you lose to him, you're relegated to whatever tier you're still at, but beating him elevates you, so to speak. I I mean, if they make him the gatekeeper for 205 live call-ups. I would love to see Ray with almost anybody from 205 live. Oh, it would be fantastic. Uh, Like, why they didn't put him and Buddy Murphy in a feud immediately and said Buddy Murphy's getting beat up in locker rooms. Yeah, he is. That's a happening. Yeah. But who do you guys have in this match? I don't see AJ with the club in his corner losing this title this fast. Yeah, I wouldn't. With all done with, you know, the club, uh, I, yeah, AJ retains. Yep, yeah, AJ retains, and then I don't know what you do with Ricochet. Um, make him hook up with other people to combat the club. <laughs> I feel like the only option would be just to throw him in the new day. I don't want that. 
Yeah. Maybe they him and Alistair Black can fight people together again. It, that would be good if they put Alistair Black and this maybe call up another NXT guy uh, to, to, to make a group with him. Or maybe him and Ray can work together and be friends. Give Ray Mysterio something to do. No. no. <laughs> I just can't like that would because Ricochet is not very tall. Ray's not very tall. I feel like that you you it, it definitely if you put them all in a group together of just like short guys. I just I just imagine Vince McMahon being like, you need to be this tall to <laughs> ride. I mean, a house party. Lucha House Party had a run. They did. They had a run. <laughs> At the expense of the revival, they had a run. Oh, they man. did. They did. And now they uh, walk around with pinatas. So we're all yep. AAA on this one, right? Yeah, we were all yeah. AJ. Yep. All right. And the match of the night contender. <laughs> 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 Oh boy! I'm so I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited. Um, we've got Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. You're excited for your hero Dolph Ziggler to step in the ring. <laughs> oh, let me fun. tell you, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Raw, I've never... when they made this official, I lost my shit. <laughs> Why though? I know because you love Goldberg, but it just seems so that's it. thrown that's together. It. Well, okay. So yeah, because let's talk about seems, how we let's, got here. Okay, because it's confusing. Uh, well, yes and no. Yeah. You have Miz TV, and you have Shawn Michaels on Miz TV. Dolph Ziggler interrupts and gets in Michaels' face. Um, Miz is trying to keep that from happening. Um, and then you know, basically, Michaels calls Ziggler. A, a second-rate version of himself, which causes Ziggler to attack Michaels and uh, hit Miz. So it really looked like we were going to get to see Miz versus Ziggler at SummerSlam. Um, during this build, Ziggler's been talking shit about Shawn Michaels, has been talking shit about the Miz, and mentioned Goldberg in several of the promos. Um... I thought the setup at the end, th this whole thing was done just for the swerve of having Goldberg come. Because we had that right. happen this last this last Monday night where right. they were doing the contract signing and Miz is like, oh no, we're signing a contract to wrestle on the Raw after SummerSlam. Your opponent for SummerSlam is, and then Goldberg. I'm happy to see that uh, Shawn Michaels is still staying retired in areas that it counts. Apparently Saudi doesn't count as a place where you're retired. In, no, it's in Saudi Arabia, nobody's retired. Yep. That's why we're going to Sting and Undertaker in two months. Oh my god. Oh well, my god. I don't think they'll let Sting wrestle because of his spinal stenosis at all. You don't know how big those checks are. <laughs> <laughs> the Stem only thing I was really enjoyed about Shawn Michaels being out there was uh, the New Day singing his theme song. Because that was the best quality commentary TV. spot ever. I was like, no, from now on, anytime he comes out, I need Biggie and Xavier just just jamming out along to his theme song. Did you did you see the Xavier Woods theme from WrestleMania where he was singing the Batista song on the side of the stage? 
<laughs> oh no, I didn't. That's like his favorite theme song. It's oh, it's that's adorable. amazing. I gotta get. I gotta check that out. Like when Batista's making his entrance, oh. he's just like on the side of the stage, just like singing <laughs> his heart out to it. That's awesome. So I want I want Xavier Woods singing everyone's <laughs> intro now. Yes, my fandom but, for Goldberg on this match is why I'm so hyped for it. Right. Uh, if Undertaker got a chance to redeem himself after that awful Saudi match, Goldberg needs the That's same true. opportunity. Dolph Ziggler can make anybody look like a million bucks. So even if this match is a minute 30 long, it'll at least make Goldberg look like Goldberg. And Paul Heyman has said he wants to get Sell Goldberg. his ass off. Yeah. Um, and Paul Heyman has come out and they kind of want to turn Goldberg into they want to turn Goldberg into the old Lesnar, an attraction that shows up once or twice a year, does something and then disappears for a bit. I thought that was John Cena. Uh, John Cena may or may not be retired. We don't know. We do Just know like he he can predict the future though. Yeah. No, The Rock is retired. He officially announced yeah. he's retired. Yeah, I know. I said he retired, and yep. but he was like, I could come back. Yeah. He could come back in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Because nobody's retired yep. in Saudi Arabia. But I got Goldberg in this match for sure. <laughs> yeah. Goldberg. I don't see why Ziggler would win. I got Dolph. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, this is the match. I think it's going to actually be longer than people expect because Goldberg wants to redeem himself. Well, yeah, as Dolph long as he doesn't Ziggler. knock himself out or get dropped on his head, which I don't think will happen. This time. Yeah, they they might give him a padded room. <laughs> they need to, so that he will not hit a locker. Please don't. Soft objects only. So, I think this is going to be longer because they picked off Ziggler for a reason, because he can sell his ass off and he can work with anybody. I don't think this is going to be a crazy long match, but I I, I think it's going to be more than spear jackhammer. There maybe can stretch maybe like a three-minute match out of this. It, it doesn't need to be, I, I would say, tops five minutes. Yeah, which is long I, for a Goldberg match. Right, because I feel like you could at least have them in the ring, maybe Dolph playing the chicken shit, um, avoiding Goldberg, kind of like what we saw Kevin Owens do back at Fastlane. Um, was that 2016, I think? Whenever yeah, they first he, he yeah. ran around the ring. And Samoa Joe did the same thing, I believe, didn't he? Oh, no, that was with Lesnar. He did that. Yeah. Uh, um, but have something like that to maybe build some time. Um, let Ziggler get... I would say let Ziggler get some offense in it. It wouldn't surprise me to see Ziggler hit a super kick and Goldberg do the no-sell. Oh, I totally lead, expect that. Then lead into spe- uh, Spear Jackhammer and be done. So, yeah, I'm just... I'm excited to see Goldberg back in the ring, and I just want it to be better than what Saudi was. Um, I just... I would hate to see that be... Goldberg's last moments in the ring were what happened at Saudi. Yeah, that's no, that's fair. It's a good chance for him to just you know get another good, good match. And so Goldberg across the board, con- another agreement. Let's uh let's continue with the Canada theme here. Oh yep, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. Michael, take it away, because I have nothing on. This is this is gonna be entertaining. The buildup's been kind of like, whatever. Charlotte, I I like the idea that Charlotte was upset that she wasn't 
going to be at SummerSlam. She wasn't in a title picture. So I like the idea of a legend coming out to face her because that's really all you can do with her if she's not in the title picture. I wanted, like, Trish wanted to come. She was supposed to come back against Asuka at that takeover in Toronto, but right. she couldn't because I think she had just found out she was having a kid or something. Yeah, she was pregnant. Yeah, and, and so that's then they why put, Mickey James came. Yeah, which turned out to be great because then Mickey James like came back with the company for a little bit. wasn't the best run, but she came back. She's technically still with the company. She's recovering from ACL surgery. Yeah, which like no one like didn't like someone on like another wrestler on Twitter is the the way that news broke. Uh, no clue. Yeah, it, on, it was something that like that. Like someone said, like wish Mickey like good luck, and it's just like, oh, she's injured. Uh, this was a weird thing, though, how they decided to bring Jerry Lawler back. I know it was in Memphis, but still, to like have her, him bring back yeah, Trish. That was that, a weird, weird, weird segment. I mean, I guess he did scream puppies a lot during her run, so maybe he's <sighs> synonymous with her. But, I, but I, I think this will be a fun match. Charlotte is the perfect person to carry someone through a match. Trish showed she could go a little bit when she did that tag match. She was a little rusty, but Charlotte is a significantly better partner for her to play off of. So I'm expecting it to be fun. Charlotte wins. Okay, so if they give Natalia the title for Becky, then Charlotte's going to beat Trish. If Becky beats Natalia, then Trish is going to beat Charlotte. They can't let both Canadian uh, Canadians come out on top. Oh, you know, that's a good point. So I'm copying out mm-hmm. by not giving a real answer. <laughs> yeah. I I see Trish winning this one because it could be the ego deflator for Charlotte. Um, I just don't see them bringing, unless Trish is just coming back for... If Trish is coming back for a run, I can see her losing this match. But if it's just a one-off, I don't see Trish losing this match. I know it'll be but, good for the Canadian crowd. Yeah. Right, that's why I, yeah, I also just see Trish winning this one. Because I don't really see what else they're going to do here. Yeah. Well, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the build-up for this has not been great, so yeah. it's, we don't really have much to say other than, like, yeah, Trish is coming back, which is a shame that they can't do yeah. something for that. At least it's not Lita, because the last couple times Lita wrestled, I was scared. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. rough. Just a little bit rough. Rough. Now the real main event. The, the real, real main event. Of the pre-show. Event. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the one thing that we can always bank on holding down that pre-show. The Cruiserweight Championship. We've got Drew Gulick versus Oni Lorcan. Uh, Lorcan got in this match by winning a six-pack challenge with uh, Tazawa, Davari, Gallagher, Kalisto, and Tony Nice. Drew Gulick is Cruiserweight Champion. Maybe the best thing 205 Live High is going for it. Mm, the Drake maverick Mike Canellis feud has been pretty good. That's why I said it may be the best thing going Okay, for it. okay. I'm not saying until it Daniel Bryan comes until, until, until Daniel Bryan comes back. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be a good match. We know that. We also know we we care 
to see a good match, but we mm. don't really care about the outcome on this match. Yeah. But Drew wins. But yeah. Drew wins. Drew wins. Um, something that hasn't been officially announced but may happen. We kind of got the hint of it at the end of SmackDown. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Rowan or Daniel Bryan may happen. Um, what do we think about a Roman Reigns possibly feuding with Rowan? I, Rowan's got to do something if the Daniel Bryan to 205 thing comes true. Right. But it's only going to be like a couple week distraction because there's no way they let Rowan have a good feud. No, nah, they probably won't. But I think it'd be pretty cool to see. And interested definitely interesting be interesting yeah they can do yeah for sure so all in all um this has got a lot of matches on this card a lot of matches on this card um and if they add any more we're sorry that we didn't cover them because that has happened to us after last podcast had a few matches get added after we recorded yeah matches that while we were watching i was like man i don't remember us talking about this one and you were like yeah because they hadn't announced it <laughs> this whole card hasn't didn't come like when when you messaged me like yeah two a week ago to be like hey we're gonna record next week i was just like is the card even set yeah most of these matches were yeah. not even set yeah so things can change uh, for those of you listening we recorded this on wednesday the 7th um, so honestly, this card wasn't finalized until uh, today. <laughs> yeah, we were waiting yeah. like for SmackDown's results to be like, okay. Yep, that's how that's how that worked out. Exactly. Um, and as we always like to talk about at the end here, um, we have an AEW pay per view that's going to be occurring at the end of the month. All out on August thirty first. That's also in Chicago. Yeah. <clears throat> nope. Nope. It's not in Chicago. It's not. Damn it's it. not. No. It. it oh. So it's funny. So Tony Khan is actually from Illinois. <laughs> so I loved when he was on the Austin podcast, and they kept saying "all in" or "all out" at Chicago, and he would correct them and say what suburb they're in. Oh yeah, oh. Hoffman Estates. Yes. There's, and he <laughs> would always correct it. And. I, I know Austin didn't know the difference between that, but because Tony oh. Khan is from Illinois, he knows how important that is for Chicago wins. That's I didn't know this either. So, but that's oh no, it, it is uh, yeah, it's not Chicago. I can I can tell just looking at the map. Like oh yeah, no, it's yeah. far far away that's from out Chicago. There. That's out it's there. like it's like a couple hour ride. It's like a maybe a right. ninety minute two hour ride. From, yeah, from your description of where you are in Chicago, that is that's a that's a bit. <laughs> Yeah. Right, ESA, yeah. they're giving away his location. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Just checked out uh, his address on, on that ESA spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah, luckily it's an old address, but still same area. So it's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it's it's in Chicago. I mean, technically, Survivor Series yeah. is in Rosemont. I didn't know but... Sears still had an arena that they could maintain. I was surprised, too. Like, I wonder if there's also the entire Sears whole operation is, like, right there across the street basically from the arena they'll have a building which they have a huge campus they do like one of my favorite things is like just look at random shit on. so they were gonna move like 10 years ago but they gave them like tax free like to stay and that was a great investment i have to imagine the most of that building is empty oh for sure But wow. let's go back to AEW instead yeah, of me ranting to, about, like, it's not in Chicago. It's in Hoffman. Yeah, it's not in Chicago either. Wow. 
Uh, we'll have Adam Page <laughs> versus Chris Jericho for the AE, uh, AEW World Title. Uh, any thoughts on this match? No, it seems like the most boring main event you can have for the yeah. show. <laughs> it's just whatever. I like Adam Page. Right. Uh, I don't really like this version of Chris Jericho because you want to talk about like a rotisserie chicken. Pigeon. Pigeon, yes. He, pigeon he man. looks like a pigeon. <laughs> uh, his, him feuding with uh, Riddle <laughs> has been great on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, to, but I, I, so I, th- I'm guessing Chris Jericho wins just because then you put the title on Chris Jericho, even though that seems dumb to put the title on a 50-year-old, but he's the biggest name leading into the show. Uh, in October so I guess Chris Jericho wins I like Adam Page I think he's a little I, I, I always thought Adam Page was a tall guy but he's not he's a tall indie guy he's he's a tall indie, indie guy I, I wonder I forgot who it was he was standing next to <laughs> and I realized like oh Adam Page is he's six feet like he's just six feet and I always thought he was he was a big dude but he's not he is definitely the future, but I don't think you put the title on him going into October. Right. I I think you need it on Chris Jericho for name recognition when you start that new show um, to get people in the door. Uh, your next match you have is John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Over or under 15 V-triggers getting hit in this match. Oof. That... that is most likely going to be a scenario. Yeah. And a lot of dirty deeds. All what, he's dirty calling it the deeds. Death Rider now. Whatever. It's still dirty he deeds. Sh- he should have just kept the dirty deeds. Yeah, the death rider. stay dirty deeds. Or to, to get around a, you know, WWE, he just, you know... Deeds of dirt. Yeah, or or they just take the whole ACDC song. And just... Yeah. <laughs> That's a different license they'd have to pay for. <laughs> Just have JR screaming that entire line. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> there you go. Hit him with the dirt cheap or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, This is going to be amazing, probably. The Best Friends versus the Dark Order? No, no. John Moxley and Kenny Omega. Is gonna be <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's probably going to be a great match. Yeah, I think that's going to be... I'm not paying 50 bucks for this pay-per-view. No, absolutely not. Also, it's during Dragon Con. There's just no way I'm watching that live either. No truth. So. truth. I'll be, I'll be elbow deep in fantasy football research at this point. So you, you will be, and always taking advantage of me going to Dragon Con and drafting hungover on Monday. Really, yep. really appreciate that. You're welcome. Did they? Did they? Didn't they say that they would not do fifty dollar pay per views, or they would look into not doing fifty dollar pay per views? I'm pretty they? sure they said they would look into it. But I don't think they have yet. So they looked no, into no. it and they were like, we're still going to do that. Yeah. Um, any I idea feel... on the winner of this match? Uh, I think Moxley. Okay. Because yeah. he's the new guy. And you want to put him over, possibly. I want Kenny Omega to win, but Kenny Omega has never had a problem losing, at least in New Japan. Yeah. Moxley, I think, is also a big name that would be good for you to, to be promoting heavily on your show. I, I think that he will immediately go into the title picture uh, when the show starts, and right. then we'll just get a we'll get what, what was what was that horrible cage match that Jericho oh, and yeah, Moxley had the, <laughs> the the potted plant. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll just have that that feud the again. The asylum match. The asylum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Ambrose Asylum. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I feel got... real bad for Anna Page and Chris Jericho that they have to follow up Moxley and Omega. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be rough. Um, We've got the Best Friends versus the Dark Order, formerly known, uh, the formerly known as Super Smash Bros. Um, I still have not found care for either of these teams. No, I, I just don't know enough about I the best. I've seen a couple best friends matches, but not enough to like care for them. Right. Uh, I think the match of the most high or the one I would be the most excited about is going to be Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks for the AAA tag titles. Which, so, the Young Bucks have gone over the Lucha Bros the last two times, right? Uh, I know on they AEW did TV? on AEW. They have. I think the Lucha Bros have won in Mexico. Yeah, they got the titles back. Yeah. I, I think they can't let the Lucha Bros lose like three times in a row to the Young Bucks. Yeah. No. I think so they got to throw one. <laughs> yeah, Lucha Bros need to win, and then they can go back to AAA and have a, a title feud over there while AEW tries to figure out what they're going to do with their tag team title. Because they said they're doing a tag team tournament. So this would give them a chance to set that up on the Lucha Bros, close and, out anything they need to do over in AAA. Yeah, and AEW has like actually a decent tag division. Yeah, surprisingly. They, do. they really do. Uh, I think the most talked about match on this card is probably going to be Cody versus Sean Spears. Um, you put in the notes with Tully Blanchard. Did I miss something? Why is yeah. Tully Blanchard? So JR did an interview with uh, Sean Spears. JR interviewed Sean Spears. And during the interview, Tully Blanchard came into the interview and he is going to be Sean Spears' manager. Okay. I guess that is a thing. So. So maybe continuing that Cody's bad, or I mean Dusty's bad blood with the Horsemen, carrying over a little bit here. Oh, I, hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's more just trying to get a name rub onto Sean Spears, to build him up a little bit more as a challenger for Cody for those who didn't see much of him as Ty Dillinger in NXT. But do you think Tully Blanchard is a name? For the people who are watching AEW, I think so. Mostly because of the reaction we saw um, with the Dustin Rhodes-Cody match at Double or Nothing. Yeah, but I don't know if you I need think you, Tully I don't think you, Blanchard. I don't think you need him. But I think it is just another level. Yeah, I, I, I guess... Uh, is Tessa Tessa Blanchard's with Impact, right? Correct. Okay, so she's not gonna pop up anytime soon. No. Because then yeah. you can have Tessa Blanchard feud with Brandy Rhodes. Well, I mean Tessa's feuding with the former Simon Crow in Impact right now. Yeah, I heard. I, I've been meaning to watch that match. I heard it was actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, there's been a lot of really good things come out of their feud. That can yeah, be really just, good wrestling. I just don't subscribe to twitch.tv slash impact. <laughs> Correct. They're also on Pluto TV, by the way. Just to... 
I saw that. I downloaded Pluto <laughs> and I was watching yeah. Flavor of Love. And oh hell yeah! I saw that they have I was, that. I was watching Wahlburgers the other day, and that also noticed they have an Impact Wrestling channel. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might yeah, have a new way to kill time. Yep. There you go. Exactly. And then the last match we have on that card is Darby Allen versus Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc. I think I could do without Jimmy Havoc in this match. Yeah, I don't really like Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, I'm not not the biggest Jimmy Havoc fan. I'm not a um, Joey Janela fan either. I was about to say <laughs> his style works with certain people. I don't see it working with Darby Allen. I think Darby Allen's kind of the odd man out in that that three way match. So it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Yeah, I th- this will be. It sounds bad, but it's going to be a good indie show. Uh, yeah. Like the the Moxley thing is the only thing I'm excited for, but not fifty dollars excited. Right, right. Uh, Moxley and Cody and Sean Spears, um, those are the two matches that I am super excited to see. I still like watching Chris Jericho work just because he's reinvented himself. As long as um, he drops that elbow. Yeah, can we get the code breaker back, please? Let's. <laughs> Um, and of course, Lucha Bros. Young Buck is always good, but at this point, this will be like the sixth time we've seen it this year. So, it's not moving the needle for me on a buy rate. Um, yeah, no, no. I, but, I'm excited for the show, but yeah, but this match will be taking place on the 31st. This card, and they will be having their new show start on October 2nd. So. A month after this show, give or take, it's when we will start seeing Wednesday Night Dynamite on TNT. Wrestling back on TNT. Wrestling back on TNT. And apparently, apparently when this show makes the move to TNT is the same week SmackDown is making the move to Fridays. And Rumor Mill is saying that NXT is going to start airing on FS1 in the same time slot. Really? Yeah, yeah that is the huh. current thing. I hope that means they are not going to take it off the network. I would be very upset. I would probably unsubscribe to the network if they put if they put NXT on the delay that SmackDown and Raw are on. Yeah. Yeah, I think you need to keep it on both. They would. Ha- I would hope they do. If they. If they. Oh my god! I I I would legitimately unsubscribe. You're getting mad just thinking about it right now. I'd be so pissed because NXT (laughs) is so great. Uh, We didn't even talk about Takeover. Is there a Takeover this weekend too? I believe so. Oh, son of a bitch! Didn't even think about it. Takeover Toronto. Shit, Andy. I'll see you Saturday night. (laughs) Oh wait, no wait, no. Takeover Toronto is August 10th, so I don't think there is a Takeover. My bad. Oh no, there's not. Yeah. Okay, I, I I I just saw like a takeover Ooh. Toronto thing trending, so I'm like, oh, they're in Toronto right now. Uh, okay. August tenth would be Saturday. Oh, that would. Be oh, Saturday. that is Saturday. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. So. Yep. See you Saturday, Andy. <laughs> oh boy. That's yep. get those be... get those youngins learned on some WWE on Saturday. Oh, oh man, like, and and a card. A, and again, the card is a small card, but it's going to be f- so great. Like I'm just gonna go through the card yeah, real quick. Yeah, it's a small okay, card. I was like, it. we can we bring it. Pull it, it up bring now. it. 
That's five matches. So All we right. got Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai, who is now a heel. And is yes. Oh, I'm loving, great. I'm loving heel Shirai. Yes, it's it's so good. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I don't know if we need to also, make predictions the, the for this. but the dark, uh, the dark scheme she's wearing makes her look so attractive. <laughs> uh, Io Shirai wins that match. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Io Shirai wins that, especially Candice LeRae is like her husband Johnny Gargano, which is really compelling if they're like on the losing end for a while. Uh, we have Shayna Baszler versus Maya Yim for the NXT Women's Championship, which will probably be an amazing match. All these matches will be amazing. Yeah, Shayna Baszler. Shayna, ba- yeah, Shayna Baszler for sure. Uh, do you have a prediction there? Andy. Andy. Mm, Shayna Baszler. Okay. Uh, this will probably be match tonight. Velveteen Dream versus Pete Dunn versus Roderick Strong. Oh, God. I love Pete Dunn. Love the bruiser weight, but my money is always on Velveteen Dream. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you I, can't, you can't. Hashtag call him up, Vince. No, no, protect him, him Papa H. That's a joke. Did yeah, you not see those pants yeah, he wore? I, no, I know, I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> also, uh, anytime someone Dream. puts that into the to the atmosphere or the air, I'm just like, no, please, please. Velveteen Dream, the only NXT superstar in the 2K20 commercial. Oh, I was so happy to see that. Like, they cut I, I, from Hulk Hogan to Velveteen Dream. Which is so great on so many levels. So many levels, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, Velveteen Dream for me. Right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, and right. even though Pete Dunn, they, they love, like, in, in, at least on the main roster, they love foreigners with the U.S. title. I don't think we'll get that for, for this one <laughs> in NXT. Uh, tag team title match, we have the Street Profits. Versus the Undisputed Era. Street Profits have the title going into this, right? Yes, they're the champion, but they're kind of halfway called up. So I think Undisputed Era might win this. Yeah, I think like I think they might. It might be the time for them to drop it because, like, yeah, they're kind of on on Raw every week, and so yeah, and they'll disappear like all the other tag teams. Yep. Yep. Which is a shame because I love the Street Profits. Or I yeah, love Montez fantastic. Ford. Yeah. <laughs> Angelo Dawkins is just there. Yep, yep. Even though he's been entertaining. He's been entertaining. He's entertaining, yeah. But kind of uh, and then we have Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano in a two out of three falls match. With um, Cole choosing the first fall stipulation, Gargano choosing the second. And then William Regal deciding the tiebreaker. Oh, yeah, because um, Gargano chose a street fight and Cole chose a singles match. Yep. And then, ooh, I wonder what Regal would pick for for the, uh, the third fall. Because you know it's going to get three falls. Oh, it definitely is. What, what, what is some bullshit that Regal has been in that he'll make them do? He'll make them tie one arm behind their back. Some kind of shenanigan. That would be hilarious. He'll probably, he'll probably just ban Undisputed Era from the ring side or something. A lumberjack match or some stupid something like that. Yeah, that's probably what will happen. In- uh, but who do you guys have for this one? Um, honestly, this match I think is going to depend on what we see with the Street Profits. 
uh, rumors are coming up that when Fox takes over SmackDown, that they want to bring the Undisputed Era up to feud with the New Day. So do you bring them up with all the gold, or do you bring them up hunting gold? Which way do you go? Oh, man, that's a that's a tough one. Oh, yeah. I just don't... Like, I can't imagine NXT without Undisputed Era right now. I I think Adam Cole when I, I see Undisputed Era all walking out with the titles and then get their comeuppance during, like, Survivor Series takeover. Right. Uh, yeah, so I, like, I, I, I think like Cole idea. walks away. Okay. All right, that that's it for the card. That's probably going to be the paper. That's probably going to be better than SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it has no. It's no Goldberg Ziggler. But. True, Bryant Goldberg Bryant. Ziggler. But Not it should be good. Tight, but with five matches, might be easy to watch right before you jump into SummerSlam. You get started yeah. a little earlier. It won't. It won't live up to Smackville from no two weeks. I ago. still didn't watch Smackville. Can't. I didn't either. I, I didn't. No, either. no, I don't think anybody watched Smackville. <laughs> I don't think there's anything worth watching there. But I'm excited for these pay-per-views. I I think they'll at least at least be entertaining. And and SummerSlam's always a a good time. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy where where wrestling is right now. WWE seems to be yeah. in a good place right now. Finally. AEW is still around the corner. It's it's actually not too bad right now. I'm pretty no. optimistic. I, SummerSlam can ruin that optimism. SummerSlam could just totally like just plunge you into a, you know, end of summer depression. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking at like <laughs> alternative takes for like all these matches. I'm just like, <laughs> yep, can ruin, can ruin, can ruin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're you're excited, but tentative. <laughs> yes. How how about you, Ben? I mean, I'm excited all the way across the board. Um, WWE's pay-per-views have... The pay-per-views have always been solid. Like, I can't... It's been a while since I can think of a really bad pay-per-view. <laughs> but how we get to the pay-per-views has been questionable at best. Yeah, the build-up is always where... It's like they forget a pay-per-view is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, oh, crap. Guys. Oh, we've got one of those on Sunday. Oh, man. Let's get it together. Shove everything into this week's Raw yeah. SmackDown. Nothing else that happened before matters. Yeah, maybe so. if they would wait to you know, maybe spread out pay-per-views maybe once every other month. I think I would like that. It would be a nice thought. But, gotta... Got to pull in those monthly, monthly big crowds. And also, how do you justify paying for nine ninety nine a month if you only get a pay per view every other month? Uh, watch NXT. That's true. Uh, we didn't even talk about Breezango coming back. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's uh, Riddle and Killian Dane are having a good feud. NXT's so good right now. NXT Aren't, does this. Uh, Riddle and Killian Kane, uh, Kane are on the. Uh... Aren't they? I thought. No, uh, they're supposed to have a match tonight, but it looks like it might 
have ended before it started, so I have a feeling it'll be one of those takeover matches that are recorded before. And then they show it the week after. Like how NXT does like their pre-show, but you know, they, they tape next week's episode at TakeOver. Uh, but yeah, there's so many good things in NXT right now. It's amazing. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I gotta. I always X team because it's always got good stuff going on. So that's that's my goal. You're soon. Yeah, they, they consistently find ways to uh, like revamp NXT every time. There's call ups. It's like, oh, how are they gonna recover? And then they do. And then yeah, then they pull it out every time. Yeah. Solid. All right. So Ben, any any last thoughts or I'm just super excited for Goldberg. All right. MJC, anything else you want to add? I'm just shaking my head at Goldberg. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, once again, thanks for joining us for another pay-per-view PowerPoints, Michael. I'm glad you've uh, stuck around through a yep. lot of these. So Indeed, it's, it's always fun. Nice. It's also glad that we uh, we are getting some light at the end of the tunnel. Those first couple ones looked a little rough after you said you would come on and do these. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, there was definite regret. Like by the third <laughs> one or the sec- second or third one, it was like, oh no, wrestling's really bad right now. <laughs> oh, awesome. but whether you are listening to this morning, noon, or night, have a great day, afternoon, or evening. All right. Goodbye.